Greetings, everybody. This is Dr. Mark McGranahan. Welcome to episode two of the Witch Doctor Podcast. Witch Doctor Podcast by providers who are not actual real witch doctors, mind you. We practice Western scientific medicine, pediatrics, with heart and straight talk. So this week, our episode is on cyberbullying. What is worse than cyberbullying? Nothing, if you ask a preteen or a teen, right? Uh, It is so pervasive, it's just unbelievable. Uh, In the media, and especially in the office, we see it in terms of its effects in uh, decreased self-esteem, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts and gestures, and even even attempts. It's uh, no laughing matter. You know, back in the 1980s, um, when I was in high school, yes, Dr. Eberhardt, I know you were not in high school until later than that, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure she's smiling as she's listening to this. Um, anyway, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, we had a luxury because of the more primitive technology that was out there. When, when you were bullied at school, as an example, and you went home from school, You were free of that person until the next morning, or if it was a Friday, until Monday morning, probably. They really couldn't reach out and touch you with their bullying unless they rang you on the phone and you chose to answer, which you wouldn't. And, uh, you know, or if they drove to your house or something, uh, you know, or at most if they wanted to call a few friends and and gossip or what have you, they, they might do that. But that took a lot of work and time. So you really had time and space and distance, uh, didn't you, to, to kind of recharge your emotional batteries, your spiritual batteries, and get some support from your true friends and your family, and, and just take your mind off it. But now the problem is we're in a situation in which kids are having a hard time living in the world that technology has created for us. You know, they, they can't escape the bullying. It, it just takes the work of a few seconds to write a nasty, awful, degrading post on whatever, you know, pick your social media platform, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat, and send it for all the world to see, quite literally. It instantly travels to all of your friends and acquaintances, and, and it never truly goes away. And you can't escape it. You know, a lot of kids go to go to bed with their phone. You know, it's like a stuffed animal, unfortunately. And I certainly don't agree with that. But even if your parents make you turn in your phone before bed, uh, as we do, you know, you're still going to have it probably till nine or ten o'clock or whatever, or, or even later. And you're gonna you're gonna see those posts because you know that they're out there, and you want to know what you're gonna walk into tomorrow when you go to school or when you see your friends. How horrible! that must be. And I, I'm thankful that during my era, we didn't have that. I mean, I had to wear acid wash jean jackets, which I still think were pretty spectacular. But we certainly didn't have to deal with social media that was 24-7. I mean, it was, you know, it's disastrous. So <clears throat> we see in the office all the time how that really, really takes a toll. It just grinds away and wears down the kids emotionally and, and psychologically and physiologically. So what do we do about it? You know, I, I think uh, I mentioned just a few minutes ago here that uh, kids are having trouble growing up in the world that technology has created. Well, I can say that I think a lot of us as parents are having trouble 
raising our kids in this world that technology has created. We didn't have, like we said, all of these uh, ways that bullying could reach out and touch us when we were away from the bullies back then that we do now. But here's what hasn't changed, and I think this is what's going to help us combat this as best we can. What hasn't changed is the nature of bullying. That's something that every parent of every era in human history understands. There has always been bullying. There have always been bullies. And so even though the mode of delivery of it has changed, the essence of it has not changed. And that is where we can make a connection with our kids. So the answer is, speak to that. Make that connection with your kids. And, and so how do we know what's going on? The uh, American Academy of Pediatrics has a good article from a few months ago that I read. And, and they said, you know, the way to handle this, number one, is just to ask the question. If you see that your kids are, are feeling down um, or if they're just giving nonspecific signs, like they're more isolated in their room, their sleeping patterns, eating patterns have changed, anything like that, you know, you always wonder what's going on with them. Please ask about bullying and cyberbullying in particular. It's, it's something that the kids, if they're like most kids, they, they want to be asked. They may not act like it. Oh my, they may not. But almost universally, they're going to be glad somebody asked and somebody thought of it. So try to have dinner with your kids. You know, see them every day. Really be in their presence every day. That's, that's probably the best thing to do. Uh, there was an interesting study about fatal asthma attacks in children, and it was found that kids who eat dinner with their parents several nights a week, as in literally sitting down at the dinner table, had significantly lower rates of asthma fatality. And, you know, you might think, well, okay, what does eating chicken and carrots with mom and dad have to do to prevent me from dying of asthma? And the answer is just beautiful, and it's simple. If you're in somebody's presence, you're going to see that they're not doing well. They're having shortness of breath. You know, they're, they, they're having an excessive cough. They, they just look uncomfortable, whatever. Same thing with cyberbullying. You know, if you, if you spend some really good time in the presence of your teens and preteens every night, uh, as best as you're able, and in this day and age, I know people are busy with work and school and extracurriculars and everything else, but, but spending that time, making that a priority, you're much more likely to pick up on these things. And your kids will be so much uh, better off for you having asked the question. Step two, once you know bullying is occurring, is to assess for safety. What that means simply is just making sure that your kids are uh, emotionally in a safe place. Uh, it's a good thing to ask about uh, suicide uh, in terms of thoughts about it or any kind of cutting behavior that, that the kids have or any other self-harm. Um, hopefully they're not doing it, but they may have thought about it. Please ask. You know, it's, it's, I've never had a kid who's had a negative reaction to me asking about it. They're really receptive. And if, if the answer is no, that's great. But a lot of kids, if they're thinking about it, when you ask them, they give you a straight answer almost every time. It, it's really amazing. And it's a very fulfilling thing to do. So take a chance and be brave about that. And then uh, lastly, once you assess for their safety, um, the next thing is just to, to address it and to talk about it with them and share your experience of bullying. And if you need to involve school officials or other parents, uh, please do. 
you may get varying levels of satisfactory responses from that. Uh, and then we come in as well, obviously, at the office. You know, we're very used to dealing with um, preteen and teen and young adult mental health and emotional health issues. We can help with referrals for, for counseling or even family therapy. If we have to deal with um, a situation in which kids are harming themselves or thinking of doing that, uh, we can refer you as well. We manage medications for anxiety and depression if that is something that uh, is indicated and if the family agrees uh, to proceed with that. So a whole lot of things we can do for you, a whole lot of things. So think about it, ask about it, talk about it, call us if you need to, all right? Um, I guess that's all I got for you. So uh, last reminder that our microcasts are certainly information of a, a general medical nature and not meant to diagnose or treat any particular condition or individual. So if you do have a question about it, please give us a call. You know where to reach us. And as always, give us feedback on Facebook uh, or just email us at azpediatrics at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing with the podcast, uh, suggest any future topics uh, or anything similar. And with that, I will uh, take my leave of you, and hopefully you'll have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next time.